Is it me? Am I the drama? I don't think I'm the drama. Smash. Susie. Wait, what, was, what was the game? No, I don't want to play any more games. I have done a lot of things in my past. Hi, sisters. I did it. Hello, and welcome to What's On Your Feed. My name is Henny Soy. And I'm Rose Confetti, and we are both on Wajak Noongar Buja because we're in the same room. In the same room, baby. Party in my <laughs> home office. It's just me, Henny, and a bunch of my crap. <laughs> <laughs> I like to call them friends. <laughs> yeah, we're joined by friends. We're joined by each other. It's wonderful. Henny, this show is all about what's on our feeds. So what has been on our feed? What are we talking about this week? Some weeks are really dry. Yeah. But some weeks pop off. So it was a hard week to distinguish what was going to be um, the topics for us to discuss. However, we've come to a consensus. First up, a twist or a funny inside joke in the Ed Sheeran court case. We're going to be talking about Emily in Paris wreaking havoc on locals. We're looking at a feel-good story about nail art and a game made by millennials for millennials by a little local Perth TikToker. Definitely not little, but <laughs> definitely very popular. But we're going to talk about it. All right. Dive me into this Ed Sheeran thing because oh. I knew that he was in court for allegedly ripping off a song. Turned out that the jury found, no, he didn't rip it off. But I thought that was where it ended. <laughs> I like this little, uh, I'm going to definitely say uh, joke extension okay. just before any lawyers come at us. <laughs> <laughs> so to understand this long-winded joke, oh, there's a few parts. <laughs> there's a few elements to this okay. joke slash story. First part, as you said, Ed Sheeran in court, won the court case uh, where he was accused of copyright. It was found that he did not. I don't know, commit copyright, however you want to say Infringement, it. Infringement, yeah. Yeah, he's fine. It's all good. Now, second part to this story. Henny, do you remember this video? Do you recognise this? Uh, yeah, that is Don't Stop Believing by Journey. It's a great song. Very original There's a few more that fit. Check it out. My life is brilliant. My love is pure. I saw an angel of that I'm sure. Well, that's just two songs that are similar. That's Forever not a young. Three songs. I want to be forever young. I won't hesitate no more, no more. It cannot wait. I'm yours. This is the way you left me. I'm not pretending. No love, no hope, no glory. of um, the group. Are they still around? It was a comedy trio, Axis of Awesome. And um, they basically proved that every song is just four chords. Over and and over again. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, fun fact. Jordan, one one of the members of Axis of Awesome is on TikTok in uh, is on TikTok now and honestly makes really fucking funny videos. She is iconic. Now this leads me to part three. (laughs) <laughs> the puncher of the what's the word the punchline of the joke the update to Ed Sheeran's court case that I promised you. <laughs> so I have been informed that Ed Sheeran has won his plagiarism case uh, by saying that the four chords that he used in his song and the other song is also in lots of other songs. And uh, just letting you know, Mr. Sheeran, that I will now be taking you to court for plagiarism because uh, I did that in two thousand and nine um, at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Uh, so. Expect to hear from my lawyers, or or if you if you just want to take me out for a steak dinner, I could have a steak, 
Like, do you like steak? Do you know what? Jordan, do it. Take yeah. Ed to court. Take Eddie to court. Get steak dinner. Get it. Honestly, get it. Get a steak at the court hotel. Oh, loop it back. And then go to court Two and together. one. And it could be like a comedy special. Let's do it during Fringe. We'll host. We'll produce. <laughs> Maybe it will be a debate as well. Yes. About. And you know what? Actually, this leads me to the comment section. I feel like half the comment, comment section on this video could participate in the debate because so many people in the comments were saying that they had to study the Four Chords song at school. Oh. And so lots of people were like, oh my God, I loved this song and I love you and I didn't know this was you and I'm so happy about it. And lots of people saying that it like really was quite informative for their music learning and music careers. Because I remember Jordan from being like in this comedy group, like only vaguely. Mm. And it was when I saw that video, I was like, that's where I know Jordan from. (laughs) So that is my conclusion to the Ed Sheeran (laughs) court case. Case closed. (laughs) So you know who else needs to be taken to court? Who? Bloody Emily from Emily in Paris. <laughs> I take her to court for the outfits. Every time she says bonjour annoyingly and um, every time she counts just taking a selfie as a marketing campaign. <laughs> God. <laughs> I've watched every episode. I wish marketing was as simple as she makes it out to be. Holy shit. <laughs> With an unlimited budget. So turns out that they use a lot of real buildings in Paris to film. Okay, Actually, yep. that's not unsurprising, right? Yeah. <laughs> and the building that Emily lives in is a real apartment building. <gasps> Oh, I forget about that. Mm. So I saw a video this week of a resident (gasps) in that apartment building who is experiencing some issues um, from her other neighbours. Oh, my God. I just had a weirdest encounter with someone who lives in my building. So I was leaving, right? So I dropped my bins. I go to leave out the door. And he goes, "Um, excuse me, who are you? And I'm like, "Uh, sorry, I I live here. No, you don't. I'm like, yes, I do. I live on this floor. And he's like, no. Um, are you here for Emily? And I'm like, no, I'm not here for Emily. I just told you I live in the building. And then he goes, who's your landlord? And I say, my landlord's name is this, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, no, incorrect. That's not his name. The, the, the landlord is my son. And I say, do you want me to show you my keys? And I pull out my keys. I was just panicking. Like he was like up in my face. And I pull out my keys and I'm like, here are my keys. Do you want to go upstairs and see that I can open the door? Like I do live here. Um, and, then, and then he's like, where are you from? And I tell him where I'm from. And he's like, Oh yeah, yeah, like, it's like switching, like being really nice, being like, oh yeah, I got a girl who lives here now. Um, yeah, I apologize. Look, there are so many people coming into the building, and I never know who's who, and it really pisses me off. And I'm sorry for being aggressive, but I was like, bro, come on. If I tell you seven times in a row that I live here, I tell you the name of my neighbors, I tell you the floor that I'm at, I show you my keys, and you're telling me you're calling me a liar because, like, I tell you the name of the other landlord. <laughs> scared i would not be surprised if it was him who wrote emily not welcome on the door i'm calling it so this video is made from andriana in paris that's her username and she explains that her neighbor essentially thought that she was an emily in paris fangirl and didn't actually live there but my my favorite part is that he said to her are you here for emily (laughs) as if emily lived there and you're just waiting at her door, like, Emily, please. <laughs> Lily Collins, please. Oh, Lily Collins. But that would be annoying. So annoying. Oh, 
That makes me think about what other locations must be inundated by tourists and not in a good way. Yeah. Oh, people who think um, that the University of Sydney is where Hogwarts is. (laughs) Honestly, Um, I feel like any of the Gossip Girl sites. Oh, the Met Steps. Mm. I mean, that is a tourist place to, to be fair. But no one's going in the Met. Everyone's just sitting on the Met on the steps, steps trying to take a Gossip Girl picture. No, I'm not going to lie. I would show up there with some yogurt. Oh, <laughs> yes, I would. Live my Blair fantasy. Yes, I would. <laughs> I have a niche one. Okay. <laughs> in Brisbane, there's this place where they film Scooby-Doo 2. Oh, my God. Not Scooby-Doo 2. Scooby-Doo, Scooby-Doo the live act. <laughs> and my partner and I nearly, we were planning a holiday uh, in Queensland <laughs> and I was like, I need to go to where they film Scooby-Doo and it looks nothing like I would it go anymore. with you. Yeah, I want to go. I don't think they kept a whole lot of the, like, set, unfortunately. But how iconic. I just thought it was funny that, like, Emily in the show is so fucking annoying and all the Parisians hate her. I And so in real it. life, they hate her as well. And you know they're American fans. <laughs> you know they're American, just like she is. <laughs> this might sound like a boring story, just, you know, looking at the face of things because I'm saying that it's a nail art surprise slash a feel-good story. How could that possibly be? What does nail art have to do with a good news story? Mm. However, there is a TikToker called Amia Marie Okamato. Also, her username is AMO, and she's an art student and a nail tech. Have you seen any of her videos? No, and I consider myself on nail talk, so ah. I'm quite surprised that that name doesn't ring a bell. Okay. Well, she's been going viral recently because she's doing a ceramics class at, at university and has been making all these really cool ceramics. But um, she had another video go viral literally just this morning where for one of her painting finals, um, she's got to do like a group critique session with all the other students in her class. And she basically says, nobody at my university talks to each other. Like in my class, nobody speaks to each other. So when it comes to these critiques, it's really awkward. Like nobody's having a good time. Um, But I've brought nail art for the first time into my painting and I've made every person in this class individual nail sets based on who they are and the art they make. Oh, that is so nice. So nice. That is so (laughs) cute and so thoughtful. I know, for the culture, to make everyone feel good. Okay, I'll show you the video. Okay, I'm about to head back to my painting class for critique and as much as I dislike critique, I'm pretty excited because I did something a little different. Uh, This is like the first time that I very officially am bringing nails to my painting critique as my final instead of like traditional, like paintings on a fucking panel or canvas. Um, And nobody really talks to each other in the painting classes like the painting department is very somber vibes constantly i've mentioned this before and so within the class like i don't think anyone really knows each other's names nobody really hangs out yeah so what i did is i created a nail set inspired by like like literally about every one of the people in the class like i took photos of them and stalked them and made like mini versions of their art like some of these have little mini versions of the art that they make and none of them know and i'm just gonna like show up and i'm just gonna hand them out and be like this is you 
initial thoughts. Can you imagine being in the class and maybe being, I don't know, we don't know these people, maybe they're really brutal and they're giving really mean feedback to everyone and then all of a sudden they get presented with a little adorable hand-painted nail art piece. And how rare is it for people to make things for you, especially a stranger? Like she's watched them and made these individual things. It came out 17 17 hours ago. It's already had like half a million likes. And it's got 3.8 million views. So just so everyone knows, we're ahead of the game (laughs) in reporting on this. By the time it comes out, it'll be a bit later. Reactions were A1. Everyone was super hyped. It went from like a very sad, solemn, like, please make this critique over day to a lot of laughter and a lot of photo taking, especially because it was most people's first time ever having extensions or long nails at any capacity. Um, My professor, he put on his nails, which I made for him. I went really hard. I was like, this is the showstopper. I um, showed this last she was you know explaining this was the reaction and I was waiting to see some actual videos of people reacting to it and yeah she put up some videos of people wearing the nails like these two boys putting on these long ass nails and they start adapting to (laughs) actually painting with the nails on which is really cool one set that you'll really like are inspired by crocs So this one girl in her class has these big white Crocs and they're decorated with gibbets and she made a set that are based off of these Crocs. They have the Crocs holes. They're so good. The amount of detail that she's put into everyone's nails is incredible. I hope she gets top marks. She freaking better. I think what I also like about it is it really gives credit to the art that she's done on her na- on the nails like I think pe- nail artists probably don't get a whole lot of credit in the art world I don't know for sure it just feels like something that mm. I don't when I think art I never loop nails into there but she's proven us wrong she even made um, a beautiful black set of nails for an artist who only paints in black oh it was just so thoughtful oh. and just makes me feel good and you're completely right like I don't think there is enough credit for how much artistry goes into this she does work at a nail salon she's got a desk there and she obviously has very um creative briefs mm. and she'll work with people for hours because this ain't no like one color nail this is like full on art on every individual nail so it could take like a whole day i would never want to take them off (laughs) i know could you imagine when they start like breaking or chipping how devastated you would be i think i'd cry brian only paints with black so these are his nails and she's putting them on for him. And she said, you know, this is the first time a lot of them have, like, worn nails. And, you know, fuck gender roles as well. She didn't Yay. give a fuck about, like, the fact that she was designing for males as well who yeah. might not usually go and get talon long nails made for them or, like, yes. wear them. You know what I need to see now is the artists with their art wearing the nails. <gasps> that is the next evolution. Yeah. We'll do the exhibition. Okay, guys, go to our Instagram so you can see. I'll dump all the videos there so you can have a look at all of these because they're just incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Nails, hair, hips, heels, ass, fat. Penny, would you call yourself a millennial? No. (laughs) The certainty in which you said that. You must be, I mean, I'm pretty much on the cusp of millennial Gen Z. You must be even closer to Gen Z than me. Yeah, I think so. I don't like identifying with either one of them. (laughs) I am Generation Henny. (laughs) (laughs) I've watched that show. Well, a lot of the stuff I see, I really do, sitting in the middle, see stuff that is for millennials on TikTok and stuff that is for Gen Z. And I have to admit, predominantly, sorry millennials, I prefer the Gen Z content. (laughs) However... 
I love a bit of millennial nostalgia. Oh, yeah. Are we talking like BuzzFeed quizzes yes. kind of vibe? Like thinking about what was popular in high school, especially when we did our 2013 episode, reflecting <sighs> back on that era of the internet. I'm a really big fan of that nostalgia mm, content. It's mm-hmm. just fun. <laughs> now, someone who taps into that super, super, super well is an account called 100% That Tim. His name's Tim. We're pretty confident at some point he was from Perth. I don't know if he's still in Perth. I feel like Tim's made videos talking about Perth things. Quite possibly. Yeah. He makes these kind of character sketch comedy videos that are really funny. And I feel like what he's known most for are these millennial videos. Mm -hmm. So, for example, here's one that says, kids in 2007. Fuck, I ran out of credit. Can someone send me a dollar? Ellen, come on, your family's rich. Just send me $1. It's so fine, stop being a bitch. No, it's $1 for a puff, I've told you. I'm not taking 50 cents again. $1, one puff. Fuck, a teacher's coming, fuck off. This one felt, this one felt like an attack on me personally. It says 2012 fit check. Hi, um, my name's Juliana Rose. I'm a fashion student at TAFE. I'm obsessed with my green parka. Um, I never leave the house without it. Got my owl necklace as well. Got this one from um, Diva, um, Galaxy Leggings. And I just got this bowler hat too. <laughs> I got it from Sports Girl. Oh my gosh, no, sorry. I forgot to show you my bag. It's vintage. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was my grandma's. But I got it from the Salvo, so I'm not sure. I love listening to like Vampire Weekend, The Kooks, um, Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> um, I asked for a smoke, bitch. Do you know what? That was me as well. I'm pretty sure I had one of those hats. I definitely had an owl necklace at one point. Oh, and just the, <laughs> the galaxy leggings, that green coat everyone had, the whole thing. Mm. The whole thing. So, so, so accurate. I feel personally attacked a lot of the time by these videos. I feel like he's a millennial historian. Gets doctorate in millennial history. (laughs) It could happen. It could happen. Honorary (laughs) doctorate for sure. Now, Tim has leveled up to use a millennial term. (laughs) They have leveled up and uh, released a game with grey lines. Oh, yeah. I think t-shirts and games. They do a lot of stuff with TikTokers. Yes, I think they did a game with Tony and Ryan recently. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. podcast. Tim has made a game with them, and I actually think it would be really fun. It's called Messy Millennials, and it's like a card game. This is my understanding just from the few videos they've posted about it. I've not played the game, and this isn't an ad. I just think it's really funny. (laughs) I think it's a a deck of cards, and Uh you pick it up, and it has an instruction. I think it's like a drinking game. So, for example... Wild card. Like for a TBH. Go around the group and give <laughs> no, it no. Do you know the amount of those I've had to freaking delete from my Facebook? You've got a memory. TBH. Oh. Love you. Wish we were closer. Wish we hung out more. Don't you know you that well? Would like to chat. You're super pretty. Yeah. Super beautiful. If you don't know what we're talking about, people used to say like, like for a TBH and you would write like the most ingenuine thing on people's walls. Yeah. Yeah. But it would be like the sleepover activity. Oh, big time. Big time. And if your crush liked your like for a TBH, <gasps> oh, you're in. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely in. <laughs> Another one was debating if galaxy leggings should come back into fashion. <laughs> there are some things that can have a second life. Those are not one of them. No. And I'm pretty sure the fabric they were made of was highly flammable. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like a, a few sweatshops would be... 
very um, much involved so. in the creation very of those. Much so. <laughs> uh, you have to drink if you bought Dolly just to read the Dolly sealed section. Oh my god. <laughs> I think in my school they used to – eventually they started cutting out the seal section. Some of that stuff is, like, really explicit. <laughs> Very explicit. Now, this game I know really want to, I really want to play it sometime. We might Please. have to play it if we ever do a What's on Your Feed pod retreat, company retreat, ah. good bonding activity. <laughs> um, the game isn't out yet, so we can't, like, look at it and find out anything more about it. However, Henny, I really wanted to ask you what millennial experiences you think should be included in the game. Maybe like a late night shopping trip to JJ's. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. I had um, a maths question, <laughs> which was how many packs of earrings could you get if you went during the $2 no. earring sale at Diva no. after getting paid $11 an hour for your three-hour shift at Wendy's? Wow. <laughs> and it would be those earrings that were like those um, fluorescent um, spiky balls yes. that were like kind of squishy. <laughs> My favourites were little zips. The zips, I had those. The zips were cool. I had those. The zips were cool. I stand by it. I probably have them somewhere in a box. Uh, and then the other one I had was drink if you, and this would be a picture card, mm-hmm. to be clear. This okay. is too much text for a card, and I recognize that. But imagine the picture uh, is this where drink if you took this group photo, and it's that group photo where you all stood in a circle with your arms around each other, but the camera was on the ground. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I would be <laughs> so drunk. Well, I think we might have to go track down that game and have a play. All right. I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we have time for on What's On Your Feed this week. Thank you so much for listening. If you love it, share it with a friend. And hit subscribe on the little podcast app. We'll be back next week with another episode. See ya. Bye.